Thomas Sparrow is political correspondent for Deutsche Welle based in Berlin. Hello, Thomas. Hello, nice to talk to you. This is an interesting, they're always a bit ahead of the curve, the European Union, uh, on emerging technologies and their challenges. What's the deal they've reached on an Artificial Intelligence Act, please? Essentially, EU member states finally, and I'll explain why finally in a second, but they finally came to an agreement and they approved what's being described as a landmark artificial intelligence regulation. And this is something that has been going on for quite some time here in Europe. In fact, the Commission had proposed those rules back in back in 2021. And since then, the EU states and uh, the EU institutions have been actually trying to find a common approach to this. And this common approach is what EU member states now finally agreed on. There's one thing still pending, namely that the European Parliament also has to give a green light to these AI rules. But what it basically means is that now this is being described as a historical first, the AI Act, which will regulate the use and the safety of artificial intelligence used in the European Union. And the way in which it is going to happen is by having a sort of risk approach. The higher the risk for the artificial intelligence program, the more rules and the more transparency will be needed. There are uh, all sorts of descriptions from low risk or high risk and also some things that are absolutely banned already. So whether risk is deemed unacceptable and like social scoring or categorizing people via biometric uh, elements and so on. So basically, this is something that will once the parliament approves it, will then go into the application. And uh, this is something that obviously experts have been either saying that it's very good, saying that it was time for Europe to come to this uh, regulations. There are others who are saying that maybe some of the fundamental rights of people are being traded by or are being affected, or that maybe Europe should have taken even a stronger approach in some aspects. So it's certainly something that has got uh, that has got a lot of discussion here in Europe in the last few months and also in the last few years as well. How long does it take for regulation like this to go through and be passed? When might it be enacted? Well, it's expected that in the next few weeks, the European Parliament will vote on that. And then it will be time, obviously, to uh, to go to the application phase and the application phase is something that obviously will also take some time. We're talking here about 27 different European countries. We're talking here about all sorts of artificial intelligence practices. If some of the companies, for example, uh, do not comply with this AI Act, they could be fined. So there's also some discussion about all these fines or how to make sure that companies do comply with these different risk and the risk approach. So it is something that will still need some time, but it is expected that in the next few weeks, the European Parliament will vote on that. And once it's uh, voted, if it's approved, then it will become a law in the European Union. And this will certainly be seen as a landmark moment for Europe, because I stress this is something that has been going on at least since 2021. Now, there's been a number of arrests of drug trafficking suspects. Is this a cross-border operation? Absolutely. This is European police arresting uh, nearly 60 people in several countries that are suspected of uh, belonging to a drug trafficking network that was based in two European countries, one of them being Italy. And there were several arrests in countries also here in Germany, where I am located. And apparently uh, this network was accused of smuggling all sorts of drugs, including heroin, cocaine, hashish, marijuana into several European countries by using 
cars with double bottoms. And this is part of actually a much wider problem because the European Union in particular in this semester and the, the European Union in this semester is being led by, by Belgium that has the EU Council presidency. They have set the priority to combat drug trafficking in a much stronger way. And not only drug trafficking or drug transport, if you will, that is being moved from one country to the next by using cars with double bottoms, but also by tackling drugs that arrive to the European Union via some of the uh, bloc's biggest ports. So Hamburg, Rotterdam, Antwerp, Valencia and Spain. And this is really becoming such a big problem that it's also turning into a security issue with, and that was something that European officials stress lately, that around 50% of homicides in, in the European Union are in some way related to drug trafficking. So this is becoming a significant challenge for the bloc. There's now uh, concerted action being planned between the European Union, some of the ports, also some of the countries of origin, in particular in South America, to try and deal with this issue, which, which is becoming, and again, that was something that was stressed by European officials not long ago, a challenge similar to the one posed by terrorism here in Goodness. Europe. So that just gives you an idea of just how big of a problem this is in the continent nowadays. Just a couple of minutes left. I, I, we, we've heard recently that there's a wave of strikes, particularly transport strikes in Germany. What's driving this, Thomas? There's strikes basically in every major uh, sector here in, in Germany. By the way, not only in, in, in Germany, you have obviously agricultural protests in Germany and France. There's transport uh, strikes here in the airport, in the different airports, train strikes as well. And this has to do also with the economic situation in the country, with inflation being high currently, also with the current budgetary problems that the government here in Germany has faced and basically which has meant cuts for several sectors. So all in all, this is also becoming, by the way, a challenge for the German government this year, how to deal with this wave of strikes as it's being described here in the country. But I would like to stress that it's not only in Germany, in other European countries as well, you're also seeing similar strikes. Driven by costs of living, pressures in the main, Thomas. Absolutely, that's the main the main case, that's the main cause. People here are certainly concerned about the cost of living being very high and about all these sort of implications, not only in the immediate term, but also in the medium and long term as well. Thank you, Thomas Sparrow, political correspondent for Deutsche Welle, based in Berlin.